0: Why hello, my name is Ebony and welcome to part 3 of the Film Spark special, The Story of the Blair Witch. This is a 7 part special to break down and deep dive into the lore of the Blair Witch and the associated films. This is part 3 where I discuss the third piece of mockumentary in this series, The Massacre of the Burkittsville 7, The Blair Witch Legacy. So grab a snacky snack and get comfy as we dive down into part 3 of The Blair Witch Rabbit Hole. What is The Burkittsville Seven, The Blair Witch Legacy? When The Blair Witch Project premiered on Showtime, it was accompanied by a new 40-minute Blair Witch mockumentary named The Burkittsville Seven, which delved into the murder case of Ruston Parr that was mentioned in The Blair Witch Project. Within the mockumentary, it is theorised that Kyle Brodie, the lone survivor of the murders, may have himself been involved in the murders. Within the mockumentary, it is mentioned that after Parr was hanged, Brady grew up to become a troubled adult who spent most of the latter part of his life in mental institutions before committing suicide in the year of 1971. Who is Rustin Parr? If you missed episode two in this series, then first of all, what are you doing? Go check it out immediately. However, if you don't wish to go back... Here's a little snippet of the background on Ruston Parr. The story of Ruston Parr is first mentioned by a local in an interview that's seen in the feature film, Blair Witch Project. It is stated that the story goes, Ruston Parr was a man in the 1940s who abducted seven children from the town. He lured them to his basement and would kill them in pairs, ensuring one of the two would be standing face away in a corner. This is a pivotal piece of information when watching the film and ties into the ending. In order to keep the law alive and keep the audience guessing on what is and isn't real, The Massacre of the Burkittsville Seven was produced to provide an even more realistic story and background on the children mentioned in the film, to provide another piece of evidence to accompany the law. Plot Film archivist Chris Carrasco explores the history surrounding the life of notorious Burkittsville serial killer Rustin Parr. He shows the viewers his extensive research into the case, and he produces old newspaper clippings as well as original transcripts from the Ruston Parr murder trial. Carrasco's research unearths some startling insights into the case as a whole. His research focuses on Kyle Brody, who was one of eight children allegedly abducted by Parr. He is also the only one to survive the Burkittsville massacre, and was a key witness in Parr's by examining the background of Brodie himself, as well as his life after the trial, Carras co that Brody was not really a victim, but rather he suggests that Brodie actually guided Parr in the murders and was in fact the mastermind of the whole affair. Brodie grew up in a travelled life and was eventually committed to the Maryland State Institute for the Criminally Insane in Baltimore. Other people in the interview include Jane includes Janine Brodie, sister of Kyle Brodie, who contests that Kyle could not have been anything but a normal boy, Dominic Cazale, a former priest who had the fortune of hearing the confession of Ruston Parr. On the day of his execution Parr revealed to Father Cazale that he never killed anyone. Dr David Hooper, the filmmaker responsible for the 1969 documentary White Enamel, which showcased the internal workings of life inside the Maryland State Institute, White enamel also shows archival footage of Kyle Brodie's last days as he is seen cowering in the corner of his room, naked, screaming the words, NEVER GIVEN, over and over again. There are also scenes of Brody scribbling down words in a forgotten witch's language known as the transtitius fluvi, the same language seen written in blood on the walls of the upstairs room in Ruston Path's house. In the end, Kyle Brody took his own life in 1971. The true nature of Kyle Brody's involvement in the murders, and his relationship to the urban legend known as the Blair Witch, has yet to be revealed. Now I watched this piece of mockumentary for the first time for this series, and I gotta say these mockumentaries have really taken me by surprise. I went into the deep dive expecting poor acting skills and obvious spoof documentaries, however I've seen really believable material and actors who could easily be these people in real life. I felt like I was watching someone obsessed with serial killers. I felt like I was watching this simple man deep dive into years and years of archived footage based around a serial killer known by the name of Rustin Parr. Much like the mockumentaries prior, I can easily see the audience would believe these people if you knew nothing of the subject prior. With that being said, this concludes episode 3 of the story of Blair Witch. Ratings and full reviews of each piece of media viewed within the series will be provided in the conclusion episode at the end. I hope you've enjoyed the third episode and continue to listen along the way for the full seven-part series. Again, my name is Ebony, I am the host of the FilmSpark podcast, and thank you for listening. listening to the film spark podcast for all your film needs and more like what you heard give us a shot follow us on spotify apple good pods and more or follow the socials at film underscore spark underscore pod you know what just follow us on everything check out the link tree linktr.ee forward slash film pod find us follow us give us a shout we always want to hear from you